We are shows what you know. We'll always watch TV. And if you think we can't, we'll watch more and you'll see. That's why the people of the web believe in Jim from Las Vegas and Jacob from Sweden. Hello and welcome to Shows What You Know, your television podcast where we discuss the latest, greatest television shows and sometimes dip into history when it's well-deserved, such as I needed to introduce Jim to the TV show The Inbetweeners because it's felt like such an appropriate one for him that he would enjoy, and also because we're doing a thing where we uh, take recommendations in our iTunes reviews, and it was recommended that we do the in-betweeners, so uh, you could also do that by leaving an iTunes review, by the way. Anyway, hello, I'm Jacob Burrows. I am Jim Scampoli, and yes, the review was from Adam J on iTunes, Um, and he said, if I had to suggest anything to watch, I'd suggest the in-betweeners, UK. From that AJ. UK part is important. Yeah, I didn't realize that till actually just now, till like a few minutes before we started here. Um, so yes, we are discussing the old show. Uh, what ten years old now? Is it, uh, basically yeah. ten year anniversary. Here we are discussing the in betweeners. Absolutely. And speaking of iTunes reviews, we do have a new one from uh, Couch Diet, which is. Uh, Caesar, who's in the chat, I think, who wrote, As someone who works overnight, nothing is more satisfying than coming home by noon on Sunday and chilling with the bros talking about shows live Sundays before noon PST, uh, Pacific Standard Time, which is usually accurate, a bit later today, but thanks for hanging out in there and waiting for us. Uh, that's true. We do broadcast live every Sunday talking about The Sopranos and usually another show like this week, The Inbetweeners. I am dying to hear... Because I always fear whenever I introduce any show to you, even if I'm like, I'm pretty sure Jim will like this. And I'm all, yes, usually, uh, so far, I've been on the ball and we, we usually have fairly similar opinions. Um, but it's so different, though, going into the first episode. And I've been imagining in my head Jim watching the first episode because I've seen three series in a movie. Three series in a movie. So um, what's your idea, Jim, after this first season? What do you think about the Inbetweeners, UK? I'm, I mean, I like it. It's a, it's a good show. Uh, I'm not, like, over the moon for it, I guess, though. I, I don't know. If right. That's, like, a weird underwhelming response. Uh, I don't mean to ride the fence. And, uh, I mean, I'm glad that it was recommended, but I feel like maybe I'm still missing an important piece that kind of mm-hmm. comes together as you watch the later series or the movie or what have you. Um, I don't, I, I don't mean this to sound negative because it's not negative. It's just kind of like, Hey, this is a cool show. And it's tough because it's, you know, it's only six episodes. It is classic Brit television. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, you know, it's a breezy show. It's about 22, 25 minutes or so and six episodes. And then, then you're done. It's like a movie. Yeah. So you're underwhelmed or you're not overwhelmed. Yeah, it's weird. Least. I don't want to yeah, I don't want to say I'm underwhelmed because that's got more of like a negative intent behind it. It's not like that. It's just that it's weird because I feel like I've heard about this show a lot. Not that yeah. it's been hyped or anything to me, but it is this weird thing I've heard mentioned. And maybe it's just because they did do a US remake, maybe that's what I'm mixing it up with. But I guess it didn't it's not like say when I watched and this is an unfair comparison, but it's not like, say, when I watched series one of The Office, 
and I was like, right. fucking instant classic, you know? Yeah, no, no. I can see that this is a good show, and I like the writing. I like the humor. I like the kids on it. Uh, maybe it's some, maybe I'm just an old man, uh, and it's not hitting me where it, where the sun don't shine like it should mm. be, uh, because I'm older. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe. But I mean, I kind of, I'm not super surprised because when I started rewatching this, uh, I was carrying the hype in me. I was like, fuck yeah, let's get back into the in-betweeners. And I'm like, oh, oh, like it, not that I thought it was bad, but there was stuff that I was, had forgotten, like, Oh yeah, we have the voiceover and the flashbacks at the end of each episode and stuff where they're kind like I don't want to say for sure because it's been a long time since I've seen it, but there's great moments in this, but I know there's also stuff in the later series that is extremely good too, but I think a large part of it uh it, this was a a hugely successful show or kind of a cult show in the UK and I think a large part of it is uh, part, it's just a good show. First of all, it's about some kids um, going to uh, upper sixth form or whatever the fuck they call it. I don't even <laughs> know. Um, and I'm half British. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're going to school. And I think the thing that a lot of people that resonated with a lot of people, it's got a certain sense of um, realness or, or closeness to what people in the UK are familiar with that you as an American cannot relate to what it's like to watch shit from the U.S. literally all the time, mm -hmm. you know? Because it is your culture being pumped out there into the world. And in this show, you got stuff... I, I actually talked to a listener of ours, Jamie, to get a kind of U.K. perspective because she had told me that in the time it was coming out, it was it became like a huge thing where everyone would just quote lines at each other from it, the in-betweeners. And looking at the viewership, like the first episode was watched by like 300,000 people. And by the end of the season, it had gone up to 1.2 million. Oh no, that was the end of series two. But either way, yeah, by series two, it was up to a million. And by series three, it was up to three and a half million. Uh, so unlike a lot of shows that go down, this was something, this became kind of like a cult thing that picked up traction over time. Uh, and I think that sort of local feeling where you actually get to see people like yourself on TV uh, was probably a large part of that. Yeah, I suppose. I guess that's like when I watched The Departed and I'm like, that's just what it's like <laughs> living in Boston, baby. Shipping up to Boston. Uh, not not this not this episode. Um, someone in the chat says burgers shouldn't watch our shows. Is that what... Uh, people call americans they call them burgers we do eat a lot of burgers here i mean so i guess i get I mean, it whoa boo burgers should wouldn't watch our show. i don't know i guess you tell us which is your chat name i guess although caesar says he loves in-betweeners and he's all here for it the mtv remake was superior suck it lol nah even i don't think that oh yeah, shout no out one likes that one well shout outs to taiki taika watiti who directed the first two episodes of the u.s remake piece of garbage that everyone wants to love all of a sudden but anyways uh i will say that i guess if burgers shouldn't watch british shows uh i'll give you an inside scoop burgers love british comedy because it's supposed to give you some sort of air of uh elegance or superiority of like oh hmm you laugh at your american comedy i prefer a british comedy myself yes i'm on urban dictionary for burgers now but uh uh 
doesn't really say. It's I think it's just that like, inside. Well, he says in the chat, burgers are Amerifats. So he's bringing a lot of a lot of prejudice coming into the chat just because we're pretty underwhelmed by a show. But uh, well, I I don't know. Urban Dictionary says it's minced and reformed beef in a vaguely disc shaped <laughs> slab. Okay, so uh, those people shouldn't watch. Uh, the show. But anyway, the in-betweeners, uh, my friend Jamie said that the, the show became a meme in many ways. Anyone driving to school would shout bus wankers at the bus stop. I think that's from a later series, not the first series, right? Yeah, that doesn't um, sound familiar to me. Yeah, yeah, but just briefcase. I, I, what I briefcase. like though about the way they talk on this show is just he has a briefcase and then it becomes like, oh yeah, briefcase wanker. And he's like, oh, right, that's very good. That's a good one. I am, I am carrying a briefcase. And things sort of develop in a way that feels natural to me at least, especially the, uh, I don't know if you like that bit, but friend. Oh, friend. oh the friend one. Well, yeah, because briefcase, I feel like that would happen anywhere. Like that's yeah. not uh, like if someone brought a briefcase to a, just a public high school here in America, like the same exact thing would happen. So oh, yeah, I, I did. Sorry, I didn't mean that as like a UK thing, but rather ah, as gotcha. people talking like real people, which also yes. doesn't really happen on TV and depicting like what it's like to go to school in kind of a realistic way. Yeah, I feel like because I, I feel like the situations are not that. There's such general coming-of-age situations. I feel like the characters show the most potential, and I understand why this show would have a following and uh, why I'm looking forward to more of it, because I think they're all great. Um, but I love that friend bit. I think that's something that's kind of a little weird and funny, that he would, uh, you know, they would make fun of him for having an outside friend. It's such a great bit. And the way he gets so mad and reacts to it. I, I love that. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. And that's the type of thing that would happen in real life. It feels like, but it, it doesn't even make sense in a script that he just comes <laughs> up and says like, all right, I'll see you mate, later. But then. And, and, he's, and they're like, oh, who's that? Oh, just a friend. And they're like, ooh, a friend. And then they start repeating it and it escalates like that. Um, you also mentioned the characters. Like, uh, how how is it possible that I love all these characters, and they're all unique and distinct, but they're all idiots? Yeah, like it kind of got. It reminds me of Workaholics now, after the fact that uh, they managed to all kind of be likable and do dumb shit, but distinctly. And I don't know. They they get into stupid antics and situations with the lowest stakes, but somehow raise them to way higher than they should have been and like take a lie longer than or further than they should have like saying that uh neil's dad's not only bent he also touched us that's why we're acting like this and they show on the doll where neil's dad touched them <laughs> which doesn't make any sense but um yeah I, I like that and all that combined with a sort of sense of realism i think uh the brit pop thrown in all over the place also helps localize it as such it shows uh, teenagers drinking uh in a way that you don't always see i mean well i have a lot of it, questions about that um yeah i mean well first i i, I do want to say i like that i like the way will becomes friends with them is that he just doesn't stop showing up where they are uh yeah. i like that they don't they don't really have to go out of their way to set up this friendship and i think he even says it somewhat in the narration like he just keeps showing up and they're they're annoyed a bit but they're also not popular 
So who do they care? Like they're they're a rung above him, but uh, it's not like they're you know popular kids at school. Um, but yeah, yeah, I have some questions, and I know you're not from the UK, but hey, you're the closest here. So yeah, w- w- why are they drinking? Like it's weird because it's such an open thing that the teachers like going out for a drink later, but then when they go, it's still like we need an ID. So because Caesar's in the chat saying. Um, Something about 15. Drinking age is way lower. I mean, I, I understand the drinking age is probably like 18 from my understanding, or am I wrong Yeah, on that? which which isn't low. That's also the same here in Sweden. You just have a shit, shitty high drinking age of 21. Oh, uh, well, he, um, he also mentioned high school ends at 15. I don't know how true that is, uh, but... Well, these kids are age 16 yeah. at the start, um, and yeah, the drinking age is 18, but as I, I also asked about this to Jamie, who's from the UK, who told me earlier, because I was like talking about the final episode i was like your school gave you drinks at the school event like only two drinks like what yes. what the fuck um and she said no though we did have six form parties at local pubs etc that were school parties but which turned a blind eye to underage drinking so that's cool i guess okay so i guess they 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 flubbed it a little bit here just kind of fibbed a little because they are specifically like at the school and they each get two alcoholic drinks and the teacher's even like two alcoholic drinks only or whatever getting mixed messages from the chat i'm from the uk it's 18 16 yeah, is the next message so make up your mind please and let us know uh but but no i i guess i could see it happening well the, the one thing the only thing i could see is maybe because I, I don't think he's right that school ends earlier. I think school still ends when you're 17 or 18, depending on when you start, obviously, like here. So I could see that you could have someone who's a senior or, I guess, year 13, as they would say, who is 18 that technically could drink. So it would be maybe this weird, some kids can drink, some can't. I don't know. I'm sure we're looking way too into this. But it was really bizarre to me. Um how, what about what about stealing alcohol from your parents and then drinking it on a day when you should be in school? Does oh, that course. seem as bizarre? No, that that's seems not. Like, no, that's just that's everyone. Yeah, exactly. Which is very relatable. Um, I mean, regarding the school ending at fifteen, like yeah, but then there's sixth form, which is like high school equivalent or whatever. Or okay, we got some info in the chat. High school finishes it at sixteen. Sixth form ends at eighteen. Yeah. Just kind of very similar to what it's like here in Sweden. Well, they but say that doesn't matter. They mention grade thirteens, and I assume that's basically like a senior. All right, because <laughs> I don't know what sixth form is. Like, basically, you're just saying high school is something different than it is here, which is fine. It still sounds like it's the same amount of years of school, though. Well, if we all want to get into a discussion of education, I can let you know that here in Sweden, we f- finish schooling at 14 or 15 and then go to gymnasiet. So if we all want to throw around terms, we can all throw around terms. But I'm interested in when we can drink alcohol. Well, yeah, because Caesar's saying it's the in-betweeners. That's the point of the show. But that still doesn't explain why they're drinking at the school. <laughs> because that's also... And the only... I would, I would just accept it, but it's because... In the f- first episode or whatever, they're like not able to drink, and they have to sneak yeah. around a drink. But yes. then, um, then it's like, well, no, you can have two drinks. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's that's well, just where I, it loses me. Here's what what I my take on it is: um, as you saw, he took out his little pamphlet and let everyone know that you can have a drink if you're accompanied by an adult or whatever of a cider or whatever the have you. 
And uh, I assume it's a similar thing of where it's an organized function with chaperones and such. So uh, having one, or I guess two, uh, drinks of alcoholic beverages is going to culture you up and get you ready for academic life. Uh, I assume that's the thought behind it. I assume also it had to have happened one time at least in the UK or it wouldn't be in the show because it wouldn't make any fucking sense. Oh, yeah. What do you think? I suppose. Uh, <laughs> I just, you know, hey, I, that's the, I guess that's the great thing like about the culture. I mean, what did what was the answer she gave? Oh, no, she said that you could have drinks uh, typically it would be outside of school it's so, like the scene in hot fuzz where he goes in and and like the kids are all underage and drinking in there and then nick not nick frost nick frost is getting drunk simon Pegg is all like he's you're 16 you're 16 you're 16 uh just like uh in the show yeah yeah i mean i know i'm caught up on this it's just they're giving me mixed messages, that's all. But either way, the other thing I want to point out there, the barbarism that happens in the UK schools, apparently, and I don't know if it happens in your sweet uh, hellholes, but uh, <laughs> you use trough urinals at your school? What the fuck is that about? Uh, not here, but I would. I just see it in movies all the time, so I assume that happens, or I don't know. Well, I, I just noticed they have trough urinals in their school, uh, and I think at one of the other places they go to, and it's like, all right, bunch of savages pissing in troughs. Like, here's a hole. Piss in it. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, if we want to get nationalistic up in here, all our bathrooms that I've been at at any school is just you open a door and there's one bathroom inside. There's no cubicle nonsense or any of that. You just have a door and then there's a bathroom and there's a bunch of door to a bunch, bunch of bathrooms. Uh, so no social experience at all going to the bathroom. It's private time for you and your uh, waste. That's interesting. I thought our urinal, like separate divided urinals were uh, a sign of our Puritan roots. But now I'm seeing even Swedes got it even more made. They got their own private bathroom, like royalty yeah. over here. But anyway, well, it just stuck, <laughs> stuck out to me because, don't get me wrong, I remember troths when I was like a kid. It's just we've done away with them. So I was surprised yeah. to see it. Uh, but yeah, back to the show. Back to the important things. Now we've discussed uh, bars, <laughs> drinking age, yes. how school works. Uh, one thing I will say, it, it is interesting that, yes, I mean, the show's 10 years uh, old. At least this series is. Um, but it's interesting because it's, 10 years doesn't seem like that long of a time, but I guess it is a long period of time. It feels like it's such a product of its time. And I could be wrong, but I can't even imagine in the UK they would make a show like this now. Why not? I don't know. I feel like they go a little too edgy or maybe it's because they're all white or something like it would not be the same, I feel. <laughs> Wait, what? Why is it? Okay, because you mean we need diversity in our shows and and such. Well, I mean, yeah, and it's. I, I feel like this show's a bit. Uh, it's fairly edgy, and maybe maybe it's just because I don't get to watch a lot of British TV. Maybe it's all like that. Um, but I don't know. It just feels different uh, than what I would expect, even here ten years later. But that sounds like a good thing then, because you like edgy, right? No, I do. Yeah, you know, I am saying it's a good thing. Yes. Like cool. even like making some of the gay jokes they make stuff like that. Like, am I oh, yeah. am I completely out of? Like, you seem very surprised that I'm even saying this. Or like, um, uh, I mean, I guess they don't. They don't. I mean, they hit a, uh, a girl in a wheelchair with something. I guess that's not too crazy. The frisbee. Yeah. Which is a scene that's brought up, I think, in some video essay comparing how the two shows was made were made and 
how in the U in the, the US version it just kind of and f hits her in the head is like oh no and then you watch that scene over and over of how the anticipation builds from the throw and the shots of the different characters uh realizing what's about to happen and the build up to it and then it happens and the aftermath and just showing how it was actually put together in a quite cinematic way at times you know the joke isn't just them talking back and forth and the joke certainly isn't something that would work in a sitcom like multi-camera shoot it's actually got some of that uh language of cinema in it helping tell the jokes of uh actual comedy in the in the visual storytelling as well yeah yeah no i i saw a little of that and yeah i, I could see that for sure and not that the female characters are bad i mean because they're all pretty like they think the the main characters are idiots and the main characters are idiots but I don't know. I still feel like people be very uh, critical of the way like they talk about women and stuff like that. Um, again, I yes, mean, maybe I'm completely out there and because I'm in, I read up on a lot of this uh, outrage culture, but I feel like people wouldn't be okay with a lot of the stuff in this show. Caesar also said they wouldn't make Skins either, and I think that's a fairly good point. Did you ever watch Skins? I did not. That's another one they remade, correct? Yeah, and Skins is such a weird fucking show because it's basically like this but then it's like all the characters do hard drugs and it's hella cool mm -hmm. and like it's like instead of like uh going off from school bunking off or whatever they call it to to steal some vodka they're like doing hella drugs and slanging drugs and getting into trouble and driving a car into the river and it's all portrayed as like the greatest thing ever <laughs> um so uh that's an interesting show i think i think I've seen a lot of it. Certain seasons are pretty good. Uh, but compared to that, this is pretty tame. I guess there are some st things, though, as far as the product of its time, where we tend to be a bit more sensitive and aware these days, don't we? Yeah, I'm not saying it in a bad way. I just, I, I don't know. It's interesting to me to go back to stuff that seems like it's not that old. Uh, but, I mean, 10 years is quite a bit of time. Uh, you know, these kids here would be pushing 30 now. So, yeah, that's the, there we go. The new generation comes in. Um, but, yeah, uh, I do like there, – there's one thing I like, and then they kind of go back on it. I like that they set up uh, – what's the character? Is it um, – it's not Will. Because um, I, I pull up their names real quick. Jay? Simon. I like – because Simon. Simon likes that girl who he's known since he was a little kid or whatever, and he has a crush on her. And I like that I feel like – they set it up almost as this is going to be a running thing of him, you know, his misadventures of trying to get with the girl he likes. But then in the second episode, they immediately take the piss out of it. <laughs> if I could uh, go with the nomenclature uh, where he pukes on her brother's head. And it feels yeah. like I, I thought that was a kind of a cool way of being like, nah, this isn't that show where immediately just destroy this. But then I feel like they try to come back on it at the end and make like almost like an emotional moment. But I don't feel like those hit. I don't feel like it hits where it tr maybe I'm reading it wrong, but I feel like they try to have a real moment in some of those. Mm, but or do you mean as for the show in general or their specific relationship? Um, for the show in general, like the way the way the the final episode ends, I don't I don't feel like it hits emotional beats that it's trying to go for. Okay. 
I guess the reason I it worked for me the final episode is the the real emotional beat isn't uh, when you know he's trying to confess his feelings to Carly because he kind of realizes wait what the fuck am I doing this is not what what I'm here for or whatever he the actual like connection moment is of them like fucking around and jumping on the trampoline after everyone's left and kind of celebrating that they managed to do something kind of cool together and that's also the you know we've we, there's girls in the show but the girls are very two-dimensional as far as we see them it's all about the boys and their relationships and they clearly pine after various girls uh with various levels of success but it's all about how they become closer as friends and more annoyed at each other. And I do love how, you know, um, Jay and Neil and uh, uh, what's his, yeah, Simon, they're, they're, the, they're the friends, but Simon and Will become best friends. We can tell that they kind of pair up and they say at the, in the final episode that he's different since you came here. Like he's, you know, expressing himself and all this nonsense, uh, but they make a joke out of it as well because he's a f- idiot. Well, but that's what I mean. All three of those parts, I don't feel hit like they should. Like, okay. they, I feel like that they're setting it up when they say that. And then it's kind of... St- getting to the moment when he has like he's gonna say it and he hesitates but then he like looks and she's just gone and then yeah the final scene when he's kind of supposed to have an epiphany i guess it's nice that they that he doesn't have some dumb monologue about it because it wouldn't fit the show um so but like like what you're saying i get that I, i just it didn't fully work for me yeah that's fair um it's it's not the deepest show if we're being honest like that i like those moments and maybe that's partially as well because i've had way more time to connect these characters it's like yeah. you rewatching the sopranos you know um because i mean moving forward i don't actually like my memories aren't super clear on what happens and i didn't remember very clearly what happened in the first season or anything until i was watching it and it was happening because what's actually happening isn't as important as the mood they establish, which is, uh, you know, all about the the dialogue shooting back and forth and, uh, and you know, the absurd events they get into. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, I, maybe I'm holding it to a higher regard than they're going for. But, I, you know, I guess I think of things like The Office or even something like Freaks and Geeks. And yeah. I, it's probably unfair to compare those, but I feel like, I don't know. Maybe maybe I just thought they were going for something that they had no intention of doing, and I just read it wrong. Because, again, this is the first time I'm watching it, and, yeah, I, I haven't seen where we go from here. But from my understanding, there's what? There's one movie or two movies as well? Uh, I think there's two. I think I only saw one, though. But okay. I will say it's not like it gets hella deep or anything. This is just a crass, fun comedy all the way through Fair. Uh, from my judgment. And that's why I don't really mind those moments because I don't think they're overreaching in them, for me at least. Uh, it, it's kind of like just sprinkled in there where the, the main thing is like, I don't know. I, I like the I like the crass comedy stuff they do. Oh, no, I love it too. Um, like I do enjoy the comedy. And again, I guess like I'm just reading more than what they intended, but I felt like they were going, something, going for something there and uh, it just didn't land for me. Uh, I didn't realize, yeah, I guess the character's name's Carly, and that's Anthony Stewart's head's daughter. Thank you, chat. That's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so the, that's the in-betweeners. 
Oh, wait, Jamie's in the chat now. Yeah, we talked about um, what you were discussing about how it's a very UK show. It's like the most the most UK young person show, and I think that's why it resonated with a lot of people there. But as you said, Jim, it's also general experiences that they're depicting. You know, it's not specific. It's like specific in the detail, um, but in its actual execution, it's very general. Uh, what they actually go into, something we experience in Sweden, in the US, in the UK. Uh, and I think that's why it can reach a lot of people. Yeah, I do want to address something else in the chat. The whole point is that Simon and Carly Diamato's relationship is supposed to be toxic. But I guess that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's not enough even there to read that it's toxic. Because I actually, and maybe it's because my expectations were set where I thought it was a nice subversion where I thought... I thought the first episode was setting this up as this like weird, like, will they, won't they? And then I thought the second episode was great at being like, nah, this is bullshit. He puked, you know, he, he did like the worst things drunk and puked on her. But then I yeah. felt like they tried to do an unearned like reach around, I guess, in the final episode and bring it back kind of out of nowhere to me anyways. Uh, yeah. And I see that more as um, Simon being an idiot and not being able to let go of pining after this girl. And as we see him like crouch down, clutching his head, like in the, when he's trying to ask her out or whatever, like <laughs> I, I don't see, see them as trying to like go back on, will they, won't they? I see it more as like him being a weirdo. And I like that, you know, in the in a couple of episodes ago at the party, when he's like, thinks he can talk to a girl and they say, "Oh, you get a bit stalkerish. You get a bit, you get a bit <laughs> yeah. creepy when you're interested in a girl." And he totally does. Um, I love all those little quirks they throw. Well, in. and I mean, I'm more. I'm not really responding to what you're saying. I was just more responding to what he said because I don't feel like that's yeah. true for series one. But I guess reading what he's saying, he's kind of going off of the whole series, which I don't have the context of. Uh, where I just don't think it's true to read from this series that the whole point is that they have a toxic relationship because I don't feel like there's even a relationship there. Yeah, no, because we barely see her. We see her in like the first and the last episode. So I, I, I agree with you there that there's not that much going on there. Or yeah, the first and the second and the last. And I like um, how, I, I like what they play up with Will, like with Will and um, the the slutty girl or the popular girl, whatever she's supposed to be. Um, I guess if Charlotte's. you if you listen to Jay, she's a slut. If you listen, if you just listen to other people, she's just a cool chick. Uh, I like how they play that out, and they they talk about the obvious thought is usually like she's doing a weird thing. Like it's either this weird challenge because Will's a nerd or because Will's a virgin, or like they bring up that it's a bet. And I like that they don't really bother. They don't have to get into too much specifics. And I like I feel like that moment plays really well as far as like as an emotional beat that this show can have. Like we said, it is just more crass, fun comedy. I think that plays really well where he's hurt and he's kind of through thinks he threw away his friends, but they show up and it's like, hey, let's all hang out. It just that I feel like that hit better to me than, say, like the end of the last episode. Yes. Uh, Jamie wrote, one thing she likes about UK com comedies is that they often don't land exactly, but that's part of the joke. Although I may have missed the part of the context of that statement. Yeah, you kind of came into the uh, half middle of the discussion, I guess. Um, 
because I mean we we all like the in betweeners. Like, let's get that out there. Oh, like, for sure, yeah, for Jim. Yeah. No, I mean, because the thing is with a lot of these. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but the no, thing with fine. a lot of these when we go back and watch an old show, uh, we usually are like, you know, we did space. We did space C- series one. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we'll eventually do series two, but I would like to do another. Like, I'd like to follow this up. You know what I mean? And make mm-hmm. it like we'll go through series. Uh, two and three and maybe the movies or what have you. So yeah, I'm definitely in. I'm just talking about as a first time viewer, here are some things that kind of stuck out to me. Yeah. And I, the reason I think it's, uh, was massively successful is, um, if you look at the time, like we were saying it's a product of its time, but I think it's also true that there wasn't anything like it at the time right then. Um, because you know, I compared it to workaholics, but that didn't start until, a number of years later in a different country with adult characters as well. So even if you if it's maybe aimed towards kind of a teen um, demo, uh, this is, I don't know, it, it fills a space that I think a lot of shows try to fill and totally don't do it well at all. Yeah, I th- no, I think that's a great point. You take the kind of coming-of-age teen comedy movie but you follow it through as a series, uh, and it seems like such a like a no brainer. But you're right. Uh, I don't. I, I mean, there are obviously a lot of uh, teen high school shows, but this is this does feel very particular and uh, does feel uh, a little different and fresh. Yeah, it's no Riverdale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, like you had mentioned before, where it's just kind of regular situations, but you know, uh, it's heightened through the characters. They don't have to add in a lot of melodrama that standard, you know, teen dramas or TV shows will will do. Uh, and yeah, and I guess from like the outsider's perspective, like we say, like it's very UK and stuff, because like I get to learn about caravan clubs and i love the idea that they were joking about them in an earlier episode and then then uh, when we got to an episode and they're like we're gonna go to the caravan club i was like yeah this is great i wanna (laughs) let's see if everyone's getting fucked uh and having threesomes (laughs) at the caravan club (laughs) yeah and just imagine if every show you watched was telling you about this whole culture that you weren't uh, associated with at all and then i they even touch upon that in the last episode of like this uh in, when the teacher is talking about this christmas party or prom if you <laughs> insist yeah. on referring it to our <laughs> barbarians and so on <laughs> and um yeah i do and i also i want to call out on that caravan club episode with jay's dad i just know him as the guy from the office uh on the christmas episodes he's one of um don's fiance's friends like from the warehouse or whatever and he's kind of the same character because he's the one that tells the pregnant lady like he's not going to put his cigar away or whatever. And he's like, just because yeah. some some bloke threw chunks up your muff or whatever the fuck he says to her. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah he, he, that guy is the worst, uh, that dad. <laughs> and like the, the episode where Will is there um, using the trough, which is a recurring yes. recurring character in the show. It's kind of like the, the fifth main character, the trough. And the the worst, just the worst person to be around. He makes you like Jay because Jay is, you know, a liar. He he's kind of a scumbag, and he says offensive things all the time. But then you see his dad, who's the worst, and you kind of get it. Um. So yeah. Yeah, and Good I'm stuff. and 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 one thing I do like, uh, like I really liked how episode two. Really, they don't waste time 
I mean, obviously, there's not a lot of time to waste anyways. Only six episodes. But episode two takes everything to the extreme because I'm, I'm just settling in on this show and learning who they are. And yeah, they already have him like wasted puking on a, a brother. And then they're saying that the friend's dad touched them. But like they're just saying it to their parents. And that would typically be like a big deal. I mean, I know obviously it's comedy. It's a little different, but it's just such a fucking outlandish thing to already happen uh, out of nowhere. Yeah. I guess because they're drunk, so they're just kind of grasping at straws or something. But it's a really funny way to escalate things so fast. Yeah, and it's also because it's such an absurd thing to do. And they're saying like, look, if you... Uh, like, that's a very serious accusation. And you can either you know, repeat that, think very carefully about what you've done, just done and repeat that again, but only if you're a hundred percent serious and like they're given an out right there. And then they're like, no. Oh yeah. I guess then they start crying and say they're alcoholics and they just laugh at them. Uh, so they get out of it by being totally pathetic. Um, and, uh, Oh, I, one thing I want to ask, and I, I, I assume this is maybe just out of necessity, but I, I was so distracted by, the posters in their like hangout room in the school because there's like an NWA poster. Then there's a poster for the movie, the lost boys uh, and then something else. And I was just like, what, what a weird, uh, (laughs) what, I don't know if that's just the school trying to be hip or kids liking old uh, late eighties, early nineties shit, or just the creators like reminiscing about stuff they grew up with. But I just thought it was bizarre. I didn't notice it at all, but, um, well, it's talking more about the um, the sort of um, form that they make things have. What did you think about like the graphics and the titles and sort of the? It's kind of interesting this whole end of part one that they put in where the commercial breaks usually go. Um, any thoughts on those things? I don't think I had that on mine. Never mind then. <laughs> oh, I mean that's interesting, yeah, because I don't think I had that on my rips or whatever I watched it on legally, of course. Legally, we all watched it legally, and uh, it's yeah, it's kind of like the intro, the graphics in the intro. It sort of shifts the video into that type of graphic, and then it says like end of part one. Uh, I don't know if that's a UK thing or at all, but uh, I thought that was pretty interesting and that's the same they do it but that happened at the end of your episodes right it does the graphics well it would go yeah it would go into like the black and white or whatever Mm -hmm. like the graphics yeah Yeah. i would get that i didn't i don't i don't remember anything like the end of part one um i mean i as a noob when i first started watching it and they were doing the flash forwards really quick but he wasn't really talking about it like a flash forward i did have to like double check like am i watching the first episode like that did throw me a little bit yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what I was thinking of when I started watching this again, having all the baggage behind me of uh, of, of what the show becomes, and I'm watching it again. Uh, that I was like, oh yeah, these are interesting choices <laughs> that are a bit distracting <laughs> at times. Of like, he's he does a monologue and it just jumps forward and jumps back, and I I guess it's kind of just to hook you. Like they're kind of take an audience retention to the max like they're doing the youtube thing of show they're doing the trailer before oh, the yep. trailer like even though that sucks uh i think it's probably an effective tool uh, it, does, it doesn't make the episode any better but um yeah no, it's a bit it's a bit disorienting yeah it threw me for a little bit but i did like it i i i, I okay. kind of did uh, like you're saying i thought it was interesting it, it made me second guess i was like am i on the wrong episode but i liked that it was 
kind of showing you where we're headed even and i assumed it was all like first episode stuff not realizing it was like cutting ahead to a few episodes uh, yeah but uh, i was here for it <laughs> okay well this is just us discussing just the first series and as we've said a lot of times oh you funny uk people six episodes that's not a series uh but uh yes we we will probably need to get back into it but um uh, would you recommend that in the in-betweeners comparing it to the shows that are out right now uh it's a show worth getting into um because i i still feel that it is i would recommend it yeah absolutely okay cool so that's that's a recommendation everyone from jim <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know those are hard to come stamp by, so. of approval yeah perfect uh i would do shipping up to boston but um there's the sample rate is so small that our top five list would not be conclusive i feel uh, unless it was on like i was discussing last time this is kind of uh yeah this is totally relevant archive of our own is clearly the main hub nowadays but this show is so old that it has twice as many fix on fanfiction.net and fanfiction.net uh doesn't have the great tagging system, which makes it very difficult. I would need to go through 61 stories and check out which is actually the most popular ship. I may need to read them all. Might do that anyway. You never know. Uh, but but we, we'll probably do that when we discuss series two or something like that, I think. I mean, it needs I, a bit of research. Yeah, I would imagine most of the ships are just the fellas, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the... yeah, I'll give you some points for that. There's not a lady to be seen in the top five. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, I can give you the archive of our own top five because they're all... Yeah, it's Will slash Neil is in fifth place. Jay slash Will is in fourth place. Simon slash Will is third. Jay and Neil is second. And actually, quite surprisingly, Jay and Simon is in the top spot. But as I said, it's a limited sample rate. Um, and I mean, again, size. I, sample I, size. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I Obviously, I don't know where things go. But I would say the hack, and maybe I'm being maybe I'm being uh, unfair, or or maybe this could work. But the obvious like weird thing you would do, I guess, especially if this was an American show, is Jay would be gay. Mm -hmm. Now you don't no need comment. to confirm or deny on this, but uh, that's where they would go if it was. Maybe maybe that's where the Br the Brits would go as well, but I'm just saying that's where if this was a U.S. show. That kid would be gay by the end of the season and be a secret or whatever, and then uh, then he'd slowly come out that he's gay. What about Neil's dad? Would he be gay in the U.S. Well, version? I like that they kind of make him gay, and uh, <laughs> even the parents and everyone all act like he's gay too. So I do enjoy that. Like the parents are all like, "Oh, don't worry, we don't mind that you're gay." <laughs> no, I'm not gay. <laughs> no, it's all right. No one's going to judge you here. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, I think that concludes our discussion of uh, Series 1 of The Inbetweeners. Thank you for hanging out in the chat, everyone. Uh, to follow our f future discussions, please check out showswhatyouknow.com. Uh, we can also leave a review and recommend a show for us to watch as uh, whatever his face was uh, that recommended this one. AJ or whatever it was. Yeah? Adam um, J. Thanks for recommending The Inbetweeners. Yeah, we have Adam a whole J. list of stuff uh, to get through. But uh, always, we appreciate new recommendations. And, of course, check out our Sopranos live streams every Sunday and uh, Twitter at Shows What You Know with a U uh, for the letter instead of uh, the word U. Jim, what else? 
Well, you can also find more of Jacob Burrows at awesomepedia.org. You can find more of me at jimandthem.com. Please come along with this journey as we watch more of the Inbetweeners, whether you've uh, already watched it or you're like me and you're watching it for the first time. And eventually, I guess, would we have to take a peek at the American Inbetweeners? I mean, just for reference, I guess. But every, like universally, everyone hated it. Um in the world and well, i don't they know, just like, kind of did try to do the same thing right they tried to like yeah, just but sh- mm-hmm. worse. shittier i don't get it because like i guess the U- u.s remakes work when they make it their own thing like the office kind of worked for uh, some seasons at least because they like i mean it's been said a million times but season one of the office u.s they were just trying to do original the office but worse and then season two and three they were kind of doing their own thing that's my opinion at least and while it wasn't the original the original is the best uh it was still a a pretty good show i thought but every other remake just seems to remake it like shot for shot and then what's the point yeah, well, and it's amazing that it's funny that the first season is 12 episodes of the American <laughs> version. Although, I mean, yeah. got to give it up to, uh, I don't know if any of these UK, UK heads in the chat watch the UK Shameless, but US Shameless, mwah, mwah. I'm sure that's uh, sacrilege to you blokes, but uh, I think You're it's being a, a real show. burger right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely being um, a burger. <laughs> well, House of Cards too, though, to be fair. Oh, very um, true. I also didn't enjoy the UK version that much, although it was, they were made about uh, 20, mm, yeah, it's about 20 years apart, something like that. So there's going to be a bit of a difference there. Yep. They're they're saying it's not super offensive. Perfect. Thank you for hanging out, everyone. Uh, We're going to see you next time. See ya.